Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7... U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Here we go. Up first, he's a dad of four. Some days he comes in and his eyes are just glossed completely. That's for being a dad, right, Eddie? Oh, man. You don't, it's so exhausting sometimes. Yeah, thanks for acknowledging that. You're welcome, buddy. Here that. he is. Video proof ready. <laughs> go ahead. Guys, I, I'm in a bind here. I don't know what to do. Uh, so I got to be careful with my words because I don't want to give too much details to see. Maybe they're listening. But my kids started a sport. And their coach is, um, he's not really engaging with the kids. Uh, We had a practice the other day. He was a no-show. So all the other dads, we just kind of looked at each other like, maybe we should just kind of take over this practice. Can I ask a question? Yep. It's not basketball because you are coaching your kids basketball. Correct. It's not basketball. Okay, so go ahead. And then game time comes and the whole team's there and we're waiting for the coach to show up. And he didn't show up till like right when the game started. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know what to do. Usually you show up 30 minutes before, you warm up before the game, you you get plays. I, dang it. I may have given up there. Well, there are a lot of plays for a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I still don't know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. So you prepare for the game. This coach is not at all involved. And so me and the other dads are thinking, do we take over this team or are we going to insult the coach if we do that? What do we do in this situation? Do you like the coach? I don't know him. Dude, I barely see him. I've seen him, you know, two times and it was for 30 minutes. Here's what I think you do. I think you probably have backup plans for when he doesn't, but if he does, he's the coach. But then you just never play with him again. That's crazy. Like, I want this season to end, like, right now. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, so 
something was maybe this isn't his normal way of coaching. Maybe something's going on in life. Does he show up glossy eyed? Oh, that's you know, a sometimes great question. He does show up glossy eyed. Different. He has two kids. A different, yeah. The kids are on the team? You think maybe he uh, went out? A different gloss. I'm just asking. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I would just be prepared if he doesn't, but let him. And then if he ever misses completely, then he's not the coach anymore. I really don't want to be another coach for another team. I know. All right. That's a lot. There he is. Nice job, Eddie. All right, up next, here he is. A little lunchbox, everybody. Halloween has come and gone, but that doesn't mean Halloween has to end. And I'm talking to you kids out there. Today is the day you can get the most candy you've ever gotten in your life. It's called clean up trick-or-treating. It Not every kid is fit for this. If you have the guts, you have to put a costume back on, and you go back out trick-or-treating today, and you knock on doors, and you say, hey, I'm here, clean up trick-or-treating. Any leftover you candy you have, I will take it off your hands. You will get a butt load of candy. <laughs> I used to do this when I was a kid, and it worked like a charm. It doesn't sound safe, though. Mm-hmm. People aren't expecting you to go to their door. Back in the day, like Miranda Lambert sings about, back when things you know, weren't automatic, mm-hmm. you could go up to somebody's door and knock, and they wouldn't freak out. Now you run around in a costume the day after Thanksgiving. Halloween. Halloween. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but I'm just telling you, <laughs> clean up trick-or-treating okay. is the best thing ever. And, and some kids will be scared, and like, ah, I won't do it. It's not for you. You don't want the candy. The real kids, they'll go get it. Oh, the real ones, huh? Yeah. If you really are serious about your candy and serious about Halloween, clean up trick-or-treating is the way to go. I don't stand by this, but I'm curious. See if it works. It does. People will call in and tell you it's amazing. All right, here she is. And she's going to tell us later on how Terrifier 2 was, the movie that made people vomit and pass out on the theater. She hates scary movies, but she watched one for us. Here she is, Amy, everybody. So my son has been playing football. We're getting near the end of the season, but I am thankful for listeners that told me about these vests that you can wear when you have outdoor sports, but they're battery operated. So they're like a heated vest or you charge them. There's several different types, but I'm like, man, forget getting this for the kids. I'm going to get myself one of these. Like, this is awesome. I might even need to wear it in the studio so cold in here. <laughs> it is cold it in is here. really it's cold. so cold. It's an adult one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see he scored a touchdown. He did, which was... Wow, the, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll give him one of those. Yeah. I know. He was probably the least likely to really handle the ball on the team and get an opportunity like that, but... Uh, several games ago, the coaches made it their priority of setting up these plays, you know, as long as they're already winning and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, like, hey, let's get Did he legitimately score That's it? That's what I was about to let ask. him score it? No, no. The other team? Yeah. No. Okay, they, cool. No, they... Mm-mm. Love it. No, no, no. The team they just worked together to pass in the ball, and then he's the one that took it across the goal line. Love it. All right, well... Yeah, no, it was very special. He did vest and a touchdown. He's loving his football life. Yeah. Right? Okay, okay, okay. And here I go. He thinks he can beat up kangaroos and he has some pretty cool shoes. He's an honorary doctor, and I always want to listen for more. Bobby Bones! Thank you very much. Gavin in Oklahoma, thank you for that intro there. Uh, so tonight, I'm going to tape something. I got a call from Jimmy Allen, the, the singer, who's a friend of mine. He goes, hey, you want to do a game show with me? I didn't know what that meant. I was like, uh, yeah, what's the deal? Where do we have to go? And he goes, well, we can do it here. We'll just go to, gonna go to his house and do it. Apparently, Kevin Hart has a game show where you, it's on Peacock, and he plays with people when they're at their house. Have you guys heard of this? No. no. I haven't either. But it's called Celebrity Game Face. Mike, you heard about this show? So Kevin Hart has, and Jimmy Allen and I are going to go tape it tonight. I don't even know what the game is. I don't know if it's trivia. I don't know if we, 
You didn't ask him any of this stuff? No, I would, if Jimmy calls and asks me to do something, I'll say yes, because that's like my guy. And same, if I ask him to do something, he'll always say yes, too. But celebrity Game Face? Celebrity Game Face on Peacock. So we're going to tape that this evening. That's cool. No idea when it airs. No idea anything about it. Don't even know how to play the game, but I'll be there. Is Kevin Hart going to be there? No, it's it's virtual. Oh, okay. He's somewhere, and we're talking to him. That's really cool, though. And yeah. I, we may be playing somebody else, too. I don't know. But I'm really competitive, so <laughs> I'm already thinking about it. I just don't know how to play. I don't know how to play. Time to open up the mailbag. You send an email, and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. This is a follow-up. Remember the guy email said his like brother-in-law wanted to box him? Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, what do I do? Here's the email. Hello, Bobby Bones. I wanted to update you and ask for more advice. Hmm. I emailed you about a very competitive brother-in-law who claimed he could take me in a boxing match. I told you he was adamant about it. He kept texting me and bringing it up. I tried to take your advice and not fight him, but since then, the fight happened. Wow. Long story short, even my wife got tired of him going on and on that she said, fine, take him up on it and shut him up. She had faith I'd win, too. A friend of ours owns a gym. We met up a couple weeks ago. Just as expected, I won. He ran out of gas pretty quick, but most importantly, no one got hurt, physically anyway. Now, he's been very short and upset with me. I'm worried that with the holidays coming up, it's going to make it very awkward. How should I handle the situation? It was his idea, but do I need to be the bigger person here to restore the peace? Signed, Boxing Brian, want to know. Listen, I told you, Brian, I, we all figured you'd win. But it was what was going to happen afterward, which is exactly this. <laughs> Here we are. That's why I said don't do it. You can beat him up, of course. But then it's just going to be weird forever if you do beat him up. There was no win. If you lost, oh boy, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Never going to live it down. If you won, this happens. So that's what, you can't go back, can't fix the past, right? Can't unring a bell. That's mm-hmm. right. This bell's been rung. Now what do you do? You have to go, hey, hey buddy. We got to move past this. You have to have that awkward conversation. I like to go, you can email them or text them or find ways that people will really do it. But you have to actually have a conversation with them. Be like, hey, we did that. We're moving on. It was fun. You gave me a good fight. Man, you got to compliment him some way too in the talk. Yeah, of course. You got to be like, man, you really gave it to me. I know I won that, but that was a pretty even yeah. battle. Barely, but, just barely. But but <laughs> it is what it is and let's move on because it's kind of awkward because, you know, the wives are kind of awkward. We, we want to really present... Yeah. Like we're buddies, so it makes everybody else feel we're good. Family and the discomfort you're feeling right now—that's your punishment for doing the fight. Bobby told you, don't do it. <laughs> and I thought you could whoop him. I did. I was like, but if you do, there's not a win. Yeah. If you win, you don't win. If you lose, you don't win. So you did it. Okay. Again, there's a bell. Ding ding. Can't unring it. You have to have a talk with him and set it up in the way of, hey, look, man, it's been a little awkward. With the rest of the family about us. I know it ain't that awkward between us. But we really got to present a unified front here so the rest of the family's not weird about this. So you gave me a great fight. I'm still a little sore. You got to really gas him up a little bit. Ooh, could he say, hey, you want to fight again? No. And then he, no, no, no. Like, um, no, no, he throws it. the fight no, no, and then no, they're no, even? No, 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 no. None of that. Just say what throw I said. The fight? Say what I said and move on. But there has to be a conversation <laughs> now or it's just going to be forever awkward mm-hmm. like this. Oh, and you got to, again, you got to give him a little bit of fake gas. And make him feel like not because he's just embarrassed. He's just embarrassed. He called you out and he lost. He's just embarrassed. I get it. People call me all the time and they're all embarrassed. Really? Oh, yeah. One after the other. <laughs> okay. All day. A trail of dead bodies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. That's it. That's the mailbag. Thank you for emailing us. Good luck with that. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. 
Let's go over and talk to Lori, who lives in New Hampshire. Lori, we appreciate you calling the show. What's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. So I'm taking a new a new job from down in Key West, Florida. I live in New Hampshire right now. I've been doing my current job for like 25 years, um, and I'm now in management. Um, I'm also about to be 49, so I'm a little nervous about going into a new job, a new state. I don't know anybody. Do you have any advice? Yeah, go do it. You should be nervous. You get ner- Here's the thing you get nervous about in life, things that matter. Just period. If it matters to you, good or bad, you get nervous. You get nervous because you got a, a doctor's visit. You get nervous because you're about to have to speak at a graduation. You get nervous because you have a job interview. You get. It's rare that you get to be nervous about something that could potentially be a great opportunity. And don't let the age thing slow you at all. 49? Heck, that's the new... 30 mm-hmm. for sure so i want to shut down any thought of 49 being any reason whatsoever you you make a decision here if you feel like you want to do it if you feel like it's going to fulfill you you do it you should look at the nervousness as this is how i know it matters because if it didn't matter you wouldn't be nervous at all and why do something that's a crazy change up in your life if it doesn't matter so are you feeling like you want to do this um, I, I do want to do this. Yes, it's not. I didn't actually choose to do this. My husband took a position down there. So um, I'm I mean, I'm being a good life and mm-hmm. I'm going to make the best of it. I think we're going to have a great time down there. I just I know my job like the back of my hand right now. And I'm I don't know anything about Florida law. Florida law. You're going to commit some crimes. What's happening here? Well, don't steal the no, conscience. No, so it's, it's, they arrest it's, you. Yeah, you can't just grab an alligator off the street that's yeah, true. and that's take true. that home. She works in legal stuff. Maybe? Oh, 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 I thought she wanted Florida laws. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't go over no, the speed no, limit. No, sorry. Yeah, I should have said that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it also because you didn't mention your husband until just a second ago. It also sounds like you're being a supportive wife at the same time. And that sounds like it's important to you. And you know what? There's a lot to be said for that because you're also sacrificing. So let me acknowledge the sacrifice that you're making. I've seen it from my wife who had to leave significance to come here. And so I, I think he really appreciates you for what you're doing. And, you know, don't let age be a thing. It sounds like you're going. So go and crush it. I mean, you can do it. You know you can do it. The new advice is you're nervous because it could end up being really cool. And so I hope you go into it with a positive attitude and, you know, you really give it all you got. Wonderful. Thanks, Bobby. Yeah, go get it. I mean, really, go get it. Just Key West, baby. Let's go. Yeah, Think I mean. About no winter. It'd be amazing. Because I'm going to say this, Laura. I bet you New Hampshire is just lovely in the spring and in the summer and probably the early part of fall. But I'm going to guess here, it sucks in the winter. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. You are absolutely right. So, and, and again, as long as you don't put an alligator in your pocket, don't break any Florida laws, <laughs> you're good to go. Uh, Lunchbox? Uh, make sure you look out for the real world Key West house. That's where Johnny Bananas got his start. Okay. There I you go. She's good to go now. We just <laughs> yep. gave her the final piece. Definitely not going to do that. All right. Thank you, Lori. Thank you for calling us. You got this. And remember, everybody, if you get nervous about something and it could be something that's possibly good, it's so rare in life that you get to be nervous about something awesome. So embrace it. Understand you're nervous. Your nerves aren't going to go away. They're there with you. They're your partner. They're riding with you. So go ride. And as long as you don't try to fight them, you're already one step ahead. That's it. Thank right. you so much. Oh, she's still there. I love it. She's on. She did the whole show with I'm us. I'm here. Yep. Oh, there she is. She's still here. <laughs> All right. Bye, Lori. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. You guys know about those pay-it-forward chains and drive-through restaurants? We do. 
Yeah, you order and then you say, hey, I'm going to pay for the person behind me. So whatever they ordered, I'll pay for that. Well, there's a restaurant, a McDonald's in Wisconsin, and they had 23 people do it. And it's the store record. So they were all excited about it. But here's my point, this whole thing. 20, are you, you going to be a downer? Well, look, 23 people, that's not that much. But that's so their to the, record? But to the 24th person who stopped that chain, shame on you. No, oh, it's maybe, not shame on you. See, see, we're going to get into the whole debate here. Yeah. No shame. I think you shouldn't let it go more than one. I think if someone goes, I want to pay for that person behind me, you go, great, boom. The next person comes up, you go, they bought yours. The end. There's the act of kindness. Because the act of kindness is this one person to the, then the end. Everybody else is just accepting and giving. You lose a couple bucks, you get a couple bucks. I think the rule should be if somebody wants to pay, they pay for the person behind them. That's the end. Somebody else wants to do it, great. Somebody else wants to do it, great. Yeah, they wouldn't be doing it unless someone just did it for them. Yeah, and how would you feel if you ordered one chicken sandwich and the person uh, behind you ordered six combo meals? It's like, I don't want to pay for six combo meals. Amen. I get that. But if you can, like, do it. I bet it's a great— I agree. You shouldn't break the chain if it's 23 deep. 23 deep. you know you got something going. And you know that drive-thru employee saying, hey, 23 people have done this. Keep it going. No, I don't want to do it. I'm done. Well, I've been asked before, Why did you do my voice? (laughs) (laughs) I picture it's a person like you. Mm, that's true. Me too. I do picture that. Too. I mean, because imagine you pull up and Eddie, you're behind, you're in front of Eddie, who has a family of four boys. Uh-huh. So that's six meals you got to pay for, and you were just buying a Coke. Mm-hmm. But do you imagine how I would feel if Bobby paid for Agreed. my meal? Wow. And my kids? It's a one to one thing. I know the chain is it's fun, and I like that because it's everybody going, oh, they, it makes you feel good. So I don't hate the line. Because everybody's like, oh, this is fun. Let's keep it going. Yeah, it's, it's fun. so cool. But 23 doesn't mean that 23 people were able to get a free meal. It means that one person, whoever ended it, got the free. And whoever started it, started it. Exactly. So we should just do one-to-one. One-to-one, shut it down. If you get a bunch of those all day, that's, that's amazing. That's true. And then we don't have to have somebody trying to figure out, okay, I got to move this one now. A poor person working the desk. Oh, man, that'd be counter. really confusing. Well, look, the store record is 23 cars, right? So if you're in Union Grove, Wisconsin, go back to that McDonald's. Let's go 25 today. Okay, I like, I like the sentiment. Yeah. I like the story. I like that people are trying to help and, and help help other people. Let's do it one at a time. Okay. Yeah. You know Let's what I mean? do it. I like it. Good story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Lunchbox, you went to your cousin's wedding over the weekend? Yes, it was back in Austin. She got married. It was out by the lake. It was, it was a nice wedding. Were you guys close as cousins or... I mean, close as in she's like four years, five years younger than me. So, yeah, we're close. We live right down the street from each other. So, I would say semi-close. You ever text? Ah, once every six months. <laughs> I'm closer to her brother. Okay. You ever talk on the phone? Oh, no. No, no. I don't think I've talked to her on the phone in 20 years. You ever message her on Facebook? Because you do that all morning long. No, she's not really on Facebook. Okay. Not really on Facebook. She's not much of a Facebooker. So, you're not super close to her. Yeah, I guess when you say, now, yeah, now that you laid out, figuring I, it out. Now that you laid it out, not yeah. that close. So, you went to her wedding, and this is the wedding you said, hey, should I deliver a speech? Yes, because leading up to it, I'm like, man, I'm a celebrity. I'm going to be there. I know that her friends probably know that I'm on the radio. And By the way, be- if you're new to the show, we don't think he's a celebrity. If this is the first time you're turning the show on, we don't all feel like we're celebrities, and we, we laugh at him when he says that, but just want to say that, but go ahead. And I feel like when celebrities go to weddings, they are kind of pressured into giving a speech. Everyone is sitting around going, hey, when is that celebrity going to get up and give up a speech? And I'm like, man, everybody's going to be looking at me all night. When am I going to give a speech? So did you want it to be 
Something funny, something poignant. Oh, just, something funny, something fun. About you or her? Her and our relationship, just lighthearted about the family. We ain't talked in 20 years. <laughs> a little lighthearted, you know, just kind of get everybody laughing. Because yes. sometimes the speeches from the bride, or the, what are they called, maid of honor and Best groomsman. Man. Yes. Best yeah. man, yeah. They are kind of serious, and they try to be funny, and they're not funny because they're not really but professionals. You are, right. You're a professional, yeah. Okay, so did you have anything planned? I had a little bit in my head, and then I was just going to kind of roll with it. <laughs> That's always dangerous. Yeah. Okay, so what clip do I have here? Uh, this is uh, the wedding. Okay, here we go. This is a clip from, I guess, The Bride. So it's not Lunchbox. Oh, it's not a clip from... Ray, you're supposed to just hit it, and that's the whole anticipation, because then they react when they hear it's not me. Uh, Goodness. Wait, what? Okay. Just hit the clip. So, Ray, this is The Bride? Correct. Okay, go ahead. We are so, so happy that you're coming to the wedding tonight. We know you're super busy, and it really means a lot that you're coming. I've heard some rumblings that you wanted to give a speech tonight or that you think you need to give a speech because you're kind of a big deal celebrity. And I just wanted to say that while, again, so glad that you'll be there to celebrate us today, I'd really rather leave the speeches to the maid of honor and the best man. So there's no need for you to get up and give a speech because today is not about you. You can just sit back and enjoy the celebration. Huh. That was on uh, Saturday afternoon. I got that from my cousin. Oh, she sent you that. Yeah, sent me that. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm. So that was her saying, please don't. <laughs> I feel like she even had to like plan it out and write it down. And she's like reading it so that she just doesn't fumble or make him feel bad. She was just very to the point. I'm surprised at the end she didn't go, you know what? You don't have to come. <laughs> don't worry about it. Oh, we ain't talked no. in 20 years. Yeah, right. So you didn't give a speech? I didn't get to give a speech, man. Uh, like, how depressing is it? That- what were you going to say? I was just going to talk about Sue Heck getting married, you know, like... Who's Sue Heck? Sue Heck from the middle. Okay. Like, it's a TV show, and she was, like, always the nerdy girl. That's what you were going to lead with? Sue Heck? Okay. Because we always called my cousin Sue Heck. Okay. And so I was just going to talk about her and how Sue Heck is... Hold on, here he is. And now to give a speech. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know everybody here wanted to hear from the celebrity that's here. Oh, you guys sit down. No standing ovation yet. Let him finish. Here he is. Lunchbox. Hey, take the microphone. Hey, Jessica, Corey, we are so happy for you. I, you know, and some people call you Jessica. Us, the family, we call you Sue Heck. It's amazing to see you blossom from this nerdy girl in school that didn't have any boys chasing after her to this guy, Corey, that saw you with one swipe on Bumble and you guys fell in love hiking across America. And we're just glad that someone took Sue Heck off our hands because we were worried that she was going to be lonely her whole life. But nope, she found you, Corey. So congratulations. Cheers to many years. Let's drink. Huh. When were you going to put in the funny parts? Later? What do you mean? There's nothing funny there. Yeah, you and, were and just And you had to set like... up Sue Heck or 90% of the people wouldn't have known who it was. Yeah. We have no idea who and Sue I, Heck and I would And I had an inside story about when I was over at their house one time, me and her brother and her were going to the park, and I was older. I was supposed to be babysitting, quote unquote, and I had him in the <laughs> wagon, and we were going down a hill, and I should have let him get out at the top of the hill, and I didn't, and I lost control of the wagon. They crashed in the middle of the road. I was going to talk about that. I mean, there was going to be some inside stories, but I figured huh. everybody on the radio doesn't want to hear about my inside stories. Nor yeah. do people at the wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good point, Amy. Well, wedding was nice. Wedding was nice. It was fun. It was outdoors. It was, was you it know. Was it awkward when you saw her and she low-key t- told you, shut up? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I was like, dang, man, she doesn't appreciate the celebrity being here. But well, I did have a couple people come up to me and want to take pictures. Well, congratulations to the Hex. Yeah. The Hex. Sue they Heck. did it. Sue Heck, guys. Was that Malcolm in the middle? No, no. no uh, the middle. The middle. I don't know what that is. I don't know this. Yeah, Ray Romano's wife's on there. Yeah. No, nothing. Okay, anyway. <laughs> A voicemail from Caleb in St. Louis. 
Bobby's pretty confident that you're going to win the lottery, so I'm wondering what you all would do with your lottery winnings. I am not confident we're going to win the lottery. That's Lunchbox, but I am confident something's going to happen from this pool that we're in. I don't know if we're going to win. I don't know if we're, I don't know. We're going to get a ticket that wins and we're going to lose it, but something is going to happen with this new lottery pool. Significant. I'm not saying we're going to be billion or billion, but something's going to happen. I can't put my finger on it. And I, I mean, feel like billion. Yeah, it's a, it sounds good. Yeah. That's a good ring to it. I don't think that's it, though. I oh. think somebody's going to die. What? what? I'm just kidding. That's I, the I, I, I'm just kidding. Oh. Yeah. I'm oh, just kidding boy. about that one. <laughs> if I won the winnings, though, I don't know. But, I'd put more fence up in the yard so Eller could run freer. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. We've been thinking about getting an electric fence. Because we got a big yard, but she loves to <laughs> escape. And so... You put one of those, and now the phone can actually, you put them in the yard, and the phone can actually spread the fence. Oh. Like with your finger. I had no idea. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I don't, I'm not. I don't, I'm not You're talking about one of those invisible electric fences? Yeah. That's and cool. it shocks them if yeah, they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not a one where you actually, maybe I should have said that. Yeah. Not an actual one. You, go, <laughs> you touch it. Yes, the invisible electric fence type thing. Yeah, I mean, then, she, yeah, she could run. Then she could run everywhere. Yeah. And then for sure it would become a game for us, right? Like go to the house and like, all right, you lose the wheel. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Today is November 1st. Now, why that's important, a couple of reasons. Getting closer to the end of the year. Dang, has it flown by. Oh, yeah. Oh, Two, Amy said on November 1st, she may update us on that package that was sent to her uh, residence. Yeah. Yes. So here's what I'm going to say, Amy. Okay. If you can, because I just kind of reminded you live, we'd like the update. I know the update, but could you tell us tomorrow is the question. I, the thing is, yes, yeah, since I forgot about this, I need to consult like a few other people because, you know, they could get affected by me saying too. The quick version of this is that Amy was sent something. That something was real bad. So bad that she came on there. We we're just gonna blab it out. We were like, whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah. Don't do it. It You'll- was a mistake. I shouldn't have ever had this box. So, ever is there a chance tomorrow you tell us? There is a chance. Okay. Yeah. What do you put the chance at? I have seventy percent. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Right. Tomorrow. But we're gonna find out what's in the box. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. What's Breaking in the news. Box? Breaking news. What's in the box? What's in the box? Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I just got to... I think think you're fine. I think you're fine at this point. You think it's... See, that's how I feel. It's been long enough. But then I'm like, you know how sometimes people alter the names in a story to protect the innocent? Was that cops? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Could we we alter the content in a way? No, because this is That's what it is. Okay. And you guys know, but me and Lunchbox have no clue. Yeah, we have no idea. So, like, if you alter the content, wouldn't that not tell us what's in the box? Just, like... You make 70% it. chance tomorrow you tell us. I'm going to let you know that if you, if you like, tease us again and don't give it to us, the listeners are going to go crazy. Well, it's not. Uh, they, uh, okay, they want to put me at risk? No. I think you'll be fine. Okay, at this point, Mike, I Mike, you think she'll be fine tomorrow? Yeah. I think so, too, at this Mike point. Mike knows, too? Yeah, Mike knows everything. Oh, my God. Ugh. Mike's like the great wizard of so Oz. do it for us, guys, please. Yeah, okay, tomorrow. I mean, Amy, really. tomorrow? Uh, yes, tomorrow, okay, tomorrow I'll tomorrow. let you know what I can say. Uh, most states will turn the clocks back an hour next Sunday. Daylight savings time. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. It's back November 6th. It's this weekend. Normally it's yeah. Halloween. I'm surprised it's later. Yeah, it's a little later. I hate daylight savings. I, I hate too. that it gets darker earlier. I just want to go out and play in the street longer. Right. And yeah. I don't want to have to go back in before this. <laughs> you know? Because you're 12. Yes. New York Post has a story, but that's the deal. Sleep disorder specialists at the Mayo Clinic say turning the clocks back and forth twice a year causes disruptions in the brain's circadian rhythms. Well, duh. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to protest and not change my clock and live by that clock. Then you'll be late or early. Which one will you be? It doesn't matter, but I will be consistent. (laughs) 
Uh, November 6th. That's a Sunday. It's fl- flipping back. Uh, a coal, did you guys see the coal miner story from the University of Kentucky? No. It's a great story. And listen, I am not a Kentucky basketball fan because I'm a big Arkansas fan. So they're a rival-ish. But it was just a lovely story. Uh, John Calipari was, he's a head coach. He was at a press conference and he was talking about the picture he tweeted and it was of a coal miner sitting in the stands with a son and the coal miner was like he just came out of the mine. Full beard is red because he's got all the all, all the dust in him. Um, his face still has some dirt on it. Couldn't get it all off. And Calipari had tweeted it and said, hey, this guy came straight from the, the mine late, grabbed his son because he wanted to get to the game. And it was so important for him to bring his son to that game that he wasn't able to get all the way straight, like clean. And so, but when he tweeted it, restaurants were calling going, hey, let us feed him dinner. Everybody was reaching out. He got VIP tickets. He didn't ask for any of this. Wow. But he's just a really hardworking guy. His name's Michael McGuire. And everybody, the, uh, a car place in town was like, let us give him a car that he can drive. I mean, it was, everybody was just like stepping wow. up. This That's was, really cool. cool. Yeah, it was a very much a tell me something good. And is pretty cool how it went viral because people just like respected that he wanted to be there with his son so much that he didn't even go, you know, get all cleaned up like we would. Now, Bones, I don't want to ruin the story, but is there any chance that it's not real? Because one time you told everyone that I was a coal miner mm-hmm. and you lied to everyone. And- yeah, but this is real. Okay. <laughs> Eddie and I were at an award show once and everyone's wondering why Eddie was with me. It's like my date. And it was when the Chilean miners were stuck and they had just gotten out of the, And I told them that Eddie was a Chilean miner. And so Eddie the whole night had to talk... It, no Amy, he like pointed me out. I had to stand up and like waved everyone like, "Hi, yes, I I'm a it, Chilean coal miner." He's one of the Chilean miners that were freed from the mine. And so I was like giving a speech. Oh wow! And Eddie waved, and everybody they go up to him and be like, "Hey, man, it was really." And Eddie, yeah, would, they'd say, "What was it like down there?" I'd be like, "Cold, Stop. very cold." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> but this guy's probably a real miner. Yeah, he's, he's real. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I got a couple questions. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know the answer, probably. I would co- I'd compare him to, he looks like Post Malone a little bit. If Lunchbox yeah. is going to hate on this in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, there's nothing fake about it, so go ahead. No, no, speak. I'm not saying fake. But why do we just assume he needs a car? Why are we giving him- They didn't him- say he needed it. They were just like, hey, let's reward him. He made it a priority to get here with his son. He gave up some stuff to get here, sacrifice, so let's sacrifice for him. That's it. It is really cool. It's just people doing nice stuff for people. Okay. He does not begging I, for anything. I, I just wondered why we're giving him a free car when why not? he- Why <laughs> We're- yeah, what did you do? Get a master pocket, buddy? What did you, you get him do? a free car? Like, I mean, I, I, I'm i just saying, I've gotten off work and gone to a basketball game with my kids. Okay. Right. A woman keeps leeches as pets and then lets them suck her blood. Ew. Uh, what? An Oregon woman revealed she keeps leeches in her house and lets them suck her blood. Oh. Quote, I've had people tell me I'm disgusting and need to be checked into a mental health facility. Summer Sealy 26 says, the security guard has kept the blood-sucking worms for several years and owns five in total, with her oldest being Betty, a four-year-old leech measuring five inches in length. Hmm. Oof. That's a big no. leech. It looks painful. However, leech saliva possesses an anesthetic that numbs the feeling, as well as a chemical to keep the blood flowing. Quote, you bleed afterwards. You can go for about 10 hours. That's, again, New York Post. Uh, but this is like Game of Thrones stuff. When they'd get sick, they'd say, should we put the leeches on them? To fix them? Mm-hmm. To oh. suck out the bad blood. I mean, this was oh. a thing way back in the day before we knew what medicine was. <laughs> they still yeah. use leeches. It, they did on Grey's Anatomy recently. So med- they must in hospital, so like two, if they need two to. Two TV show guys. We'll get- <laughs> okay. All right. I know mine's fake. I'm not sure that she... I think she thinks she's watching documentary. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I feel like they base Greg's on real life events. Tomorrow, we find out what was in the package. What was yes. In the yes. 70% chance, right, Amy? 
Yeah, you know, I'm thinking back in the day, I should have done a what's in the box video. <sighs> no, not with that. A voicemail from Anne in Delaware. You all make fun of Amy all the time for being scammed, yet you've skated right over the fact that you all were scammed out of hundreds of dollars by Lunchbox's lottery scam. The man never produced a ticket, never shared the numbers. Own up to the scam, my friends. Scam alert, scam alert. Lunchbox got us. Got us good. We never saw a single ticket. We never had winners like we do at Scuba Steve. Right, yeah. So, scam alert. Dang. Here's what we're warning you of. Don't let Lunchbox run your lottery pool. There was no scam. I always bought the tickets. I, I mean, guys, I brought the audio. You heard me buying the tickets. Like, what? I mean, oh, I don't Oh, we understand. heard you. Okay. Mm. Cool. If we heard you buying things we should want to see. Okay. We, all good. We got a new leader. He's not our leader. Scoop his lucky balls is what we play now <laughs> on the week. No, he's a fill-in. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Robots may soon be able to help us do laundry and the dishes. Now, the reason why it's important to know that those are different is clothes feel different than a glass. No. And right. <laughs> Guys, pause the show for really? a second. <laughs> Breaking news. Wow. Okay. But up until this point, robots didn't have a sense of touch, really. So they wouldn't be able to differentiate how they should grab something or, you know, what position they need to be in to do whatever. So laundry, dishes, all kinds of chores around your house. This is the future. And it is becoming possible. What mm-hmm. chore would you have a robot do? Rub my feet. Oh. Oh, no chores? I guess it would- <laughs> now that they have yeah. a touch. Now that they have touch. No one can rub my feet just right. Huh. Oh, well, maybe you could train a robot too. Even if I go and I'm getting a massage, like if I've hurt myself and like, you know, my shoulder, work on that. Anything else before we end? Give me a little foot. And they give me a little foot and it's like either too hard or like, oh, come on. And you can really only correct them once. Yeah, Be like, awkward. go a little harder. And then sometimes they don't go hard enough or they go way too hard and you don't, you just, go, you just you accept just it. You just lay back and <laughs> accept it. Yeah. Uh, so I'd go feet, feet rubs. I, I was thinking household chores. Like but folding laundry? Yeah. Oh, dude, robot, please take this away from me. I'll be honest, I don't do that. So, oh. you know, <laughs> well, <laughs> what are you going to do sense. here? Lie? I'll be honest with you, I don't. All right, what else? Speaking of robots, I always thought that that woman voice on TikTok uh, was a robot. Oh, but I saw her post this weekend. Yes, there's that, a Canadian yeah. radio host, Kat Callahan, and she says that she is the female text to talk speech voice. And uh, here's a quick sample of it. Yes, I'm the TikTok text-to-speech girl. My name is Kat. I work with TikTok on TTS and other projects. I love working with TikToks. Sometimes you guys make me say some pretty horrendous things. Pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. And TikTok hasn't replied if she's telling the truth or not, but why would she lie about it? What do you mean, why would she lie? To get views, clicks? I'd lie about it. Eddie claimed to be Pedro and Napoleon Dynamite Mm -hmm. just for a bunch of clicks. Yes. Oh. I build her a cake or something. See? <laughs> See? Just like that. Yeah, I guess she is in radio. She does have a podcast and she's a voiceover actress, so it does give her attention. Uh, Darius You Rucker. should do that. You should make one uh-huh. and see if it goes viral. That I'm the voice of yeah. Pedro? No, no, no. You're Pedro. Like, grown up. <laughs> okay. You know, I, you see, I get the question a lot. You know, am I Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite? Yes, I am. <laughs> And just see All if right. it picks up. Yeah. That's a great idea. Sorry, Amy. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, Darius Rucker is renovating a historic house. It's for his show, Rucker's Reno. And he says that it is haunted and he's experienced it himself. Oh, I slept in there a couple nights. And uh, you, you could feel it. <laughs> you could feel it. You know it. It's, but of course it is. I mean, it was built in the 1700s. 
uh, the first night I, st- I was laying there and I turned the TV off and the TV goes into the ceiling, you know, and, and I turned the TV off and I was there for three minutes and I could feel it. It's an old house and it starts creaking and everything and I got up, put my shoes on and ran back outside. Yeah, he ran out. He couldn't stay in there. He sure wasn't drinky, drinky. Uh-huh. <laughs> or smoky, smoky. <laughs> I did Amy. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Harold Abraham is the principal at Norwood Elementary School in New Jersey, and he wanted to create something so kids would be kind to each other. So he came up with Caught Being Kind program, and it promotes reading and being kind. They have a a little vending machine with books in it, and if you get caught doing something kind to your classmates around the school, they give you a token, you go to the machine, put it in, and you get to select a book for free. So let's say little Jimmy's walking down the hall with a kick-me sign on his back. And Sandra... I mean, this is a straight story from 1968. <laughs> no. Little Jimmy with a kick-me sign. Go and ahead. And Sandra's nice enough to, hey, take that kick-me sign off. That's being kind. She gets a token, goes to the thing, boop, gets a free book. Awesome. I like it. Yeah. It'd be cool, too, if they were like, ooh, I caught you. You're in trouble. And they're like, just kidding. You were being kind. Oh, I don't know. No? I don't like it when cost pull people over to give them a prize. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Could backfire. So, mm-hmm. it, and what's crazy is the district heard about this, and now they're thinking about implementing it in all their schools. That's pretty cool. You just That'd reward awesome. people and you make it, you're very deliberate about it. Like, we're looking for people doing kind things. That makes people do kind things. Oh, yeah. Even if it's for a prize, who cares? They're still doing nice things for other people. Yeah. So, and if you want a free book, you set it up. You say, hey, I'm going to put a cook me sign on Jimmy and Sandra. Little Jimmy, not Big Jimmy. Not Big Jimmy. Little Jimmy. Yeah. And Sandra's going to go over and take it off. Sandra, you'll get a book. Cool. Right. But you got to go into a time machine and get both of them from, again, <laughs> the 60s yeah. and bring them here. <laughs> all right. That's Tell Me Something Good. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, 
Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.